While Daredevil and Jessica Jones have endings that could feel kind of good as endings, Luke Cage and Iron Fist definitely do not, and we could use some closure. What is a good way to bring all these Marvel Netflix shows to an end? I got an idea. Let's talk about it. Welcome to Durbania, I'm Durbin, and this is my idea for how to truly bring the Marvel Netflix shows to an end. Just a warning here, not only is there going to be spoilers ahead for some of these Marvel Netflix shows, well, there are going to be spoilers for the Marvel Netflix shows, but I'm also going to be dropping spoilers for Avengers Endgame. So if you haven't seen Endgame, I'm tossing it out there right now that I will be dropping some spoilers. So you could throw this in your watch later list after you see Endgame. You could come back and check out me speculating wildly about how if Netflix got to do this one last time, how could you really bring all these shows together and give great closure and a fantastic ending. So without further ado, let's dive into these spoilers and let's speculate wildly. And the only thing keeping Manhattan from crumbling to a pile of dust is the four of you. So what is a good way to bring all of this together? I think you do Defenders Season 2 and let Defenders Season 2 be the final show that gives all of our main heroes the closure that we want them to have. The same closure we got in Avengers Endgame as they brought an entire decade of films to a close to begin something new. And how do you do that? I think you take the Marvel Netflix shows and truly tie them into the timeline of Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. I think that's the way to do it. And you do it by tying these Marvel Netflix shows to Thanos' snap at the end of Infinity War. Could you imagine watching the aftermath of the decimation through the eyes of our beloved heroes? Who was decimated in their world? Well, if I'm gonna bring this show here together and I'm gonna give all of these heroes a close and make it Defender Season 2, here's what I'm gonna do. Every single dang side character decimated. It will be sad to watch Foggy decimated, but yes, Foggy gets decimated. Karen, decimated. Luke Cage with Claire, Claire decimated. Now imagine how devastating that would be for Luke Cage because when you get into season two of Luke Cage, things did not end good between Luke and Claire. Like there is no real closure there as Luke Cage kind of descends in the darkness. Tell Claire to go home. So what would that do to his mind to have Claire decimated? You go into Iron Fist, his brother, decimated. Colleen, decimated. And then you go into Punisher. Every side character there decimated so that you bring the Punisher. You bring Iron Fist. You bring Luke Cage. And you bring Jessica Jones and Matt Murdock all together because none of them were decimated and now they only have each other to lean on. And how cool would it be to take these characters and to bring them together in the decimation. And you would have an opportunity like right after watching everybody disintegrate to really watch the chaos fall on the world and from these characters' perspective, get an idea of how, it, how does the world even handle something this huge? So I think exploring that in a final 13 episode of The Defenders would be something fantastic. Now, something they mentioned at the beginning of Endgame is the governments, of course, are in chaos. So what does that do? It leaves a vacuum of power. So I'm going to say 
Madam Gal returns. All right, I get it. You go to Defenders and it looks pretty darn clear that she got stuck down there in those caves and when they blew up that building in Midland Circle, it all collapsed and she said to that dude who's lying there dying, this is the end. I mean, yes, they, they really do kind of make it clear she dies and she doesn't come back at all whatsoever. But I want to pull a comic book thing here and just bring her back for my pure imagination's sake and story's sake. And the reason I want to do this is because if governments are broken and things are broken, now there's a vacuum of power and maybe she somehow survived. Am I going to explain how she survived? No, because Madame Gal is a mysterious character and what really adds to her is the mystery. So how does she survive Midland Circle? How does she survive what happened with the Defenders? Who cares? The fact that she did survive will add to the mystery and add to the dark prowess that is Madame Gao and keep us guessing on what is going on there and what more could she possibly survive. So in this power vacuum, I want to see her take advantage of the decimation and maybe work to rebuild the hand in New York City. Now, who does she have with her? Kingpin. Now, we're going to say Vanessa, side character, decimated. What this does is it frees up Kingpin. Because if you remember, Daredevil season three ends with his deal. If I agree to your demands, you leave Vanessa free. If you keep your word. But if she's decimated, if she is disintegrated, what reason would he have to hang on to that? And busting out of jail? I mean, he already figured out how to do that in a world that was functioning. Of course, he's gonna be able to do it in a world that has fallen apart to pieces. First, he'll be looking for Vanessa. He'll be devastated that he can't find her. And in his brokenness, Madame Gal will reach out to him and manipulate him and draw her to her side to help her rebuild the hand. Whatever resources he's got left, because would it really be that hard for him to take it back in a world that broken? Whatever resources he's got left, she's gonna use and then Bullseye. We did all this build up to Bullseye. Of course, we got to bring him back. And we can have a lot of fun, though, with the tension between Kingpin and Bullseye. Because, you know, that didn't end well between those two. <laughs> but now they got to work together because Madame Gal is far scarier. So because she's like the like scary thing, maybe they don't like it. But that could be a nice little dynamic. But now they got to work together. And now you have these big three working to rebuild the hand and the vacuum that the decimation has created. But we still have something else big we got to take care of. Luke Cage had already descended into darkness. The preacher's son will think he can use the roost to change things. It will change him. He had already taken over that club and he had already rejected Claire. We kind of already saw a slow descent into darkness. Now what if, and this is a big what if, Luke Cage would never join the hand, especially all that they went through in the Defenders. But what if when Madame Gal begins to rise to power and they begin to fill that vacuum of power, what if it begins to restore some sort of order to the city? And what if Luke Cage sees that and respects that? And even though he doesn't join with them, he doesn't join the dark side, he doesn't do anything to stop them. He's rising up to his own bit of power, having run that club. So maybe, maybe 
he just lets it be because he has some advantages to them growing. They have some advantages to him growing. So maybe because they don't see each other as a threat, they let it be. So now what do we got to do? We got to bring our heroes together to bring the light back into Luke Cage's life. Now, this is not something I want to spend tons of episodes on, but you could spend like a good two and a half episodes at an hour an episode and really spend some time on the redemption of Luke Cage and Matt Murdock with his ceaseless hope working through his own pain, bringing Luke Cage back. Can you imagine the fun and compelling things that you could do to bring Luke Cage back? And then maybe he witnesses just some of the sheer evil that is Kingpin, the sheer evil that is Bullseye, the sheer evil that truly is Madame Gao, that what order is being brought back is being brought back for evil purposes. And so finally, finally, he rises up and he takes his stand. How awesome would that be? And now we have our defenders, which is the Punisher, the Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist. And the cool thing to bringing Iron Fist back, number one, he's not alone now. Now he gets his personality mixed with all the other characters, which I thought worked better for him. Him having his own show, not the strongest him, and a personality mixed with all the others, that works a lot better. But now that Colleen's gone, no relationship drama. Matt Murdock with all of his law and his knowledge of law trying to rebuild law in New York City and using Rand to help with that. So maybe they build a whole nother force to try to come up against the hand as well as, you know, beating up the hand with their fists because they're freaking superheroes and we need some awesome freaking superhero fights. Yes, we do. And I think that would be incredibly cool to really dig into that and explore it. But at the same time, we could do flashbacks and figure out how come both of his fists glow now. And so we could do some really cool flashbacks and actually answer that question as he's telling them the story or something. Like take an episode and just do a flashback lead right up to his brother being decimated, showing their travels and how they ended up, where they ended up, and how both of his hands were glowing and how he could make his chi glow through the guns into the bullets even. And so really dive into that and then spend the season playing with it. So that would be something really cool and it would give Iron Fist that closure that we need. And now with no distractions of these stupid love triangle B stories, we could just make it freaking superhero stuff. And then we can't forget the return of Elektra. Because if Matt Murdock could survive, you know Elektra could survive what happened at Midland Circle. So basically, Elektra comes back, and why go through the fight of her joining the hand and her blah, 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 blah. Maybe she's been gone all this time because she's just trying to rebuild her life and refine herself. And now with the decimation, she realized what's important and comes back to Matt. So now you have a really cool lineup of the defenders throwing Electra in there. And of course you could have the cool ideology stuff because the Punisher kills and maybe they all look at him and go, dude, you can't be like, like that. And I don't know, like you could have fun with that while also letting the Punisher be the Punisher and incredibly awesome. It's just, it's fun to take these personalities and bring them all together, but now they, they're all they've got. And this New York, New York needs them that needs Matt and his law knowledge. It needs Rand and his money and what he's able to build. It needs their abilities and their powers to fight against evil in this whole vacuum of power here. Now here's something I wanna leave to you. How does this come to a head? Here's what I want. I want to see all this come to a head in episode 12 of 13. I want to see the hand defeated once and for all, Madame Gal permanently defeated once and for all, Kingpin defeated once and for all. What does that mean though? Does Madame Gal die? Does Kingpin die? Does Bullseye die? I want to leave that up to you so you can get in the comments and tell me 
do they die? If they die, who kills them? How would they bring that empire crumbling to the ground? Or maybe do they not die? Maybe do they go to a prison and do they do prison differently now that they're trying to come up with different rules, trying to come up with a rule of law? What happens? I want your take on how they bring that down and you could do that in the comments below. But what I want is episode 13 dedicated to five years later. I want to see how New York looks to the defenders five years later. I want to see that in five years and just this huge gap, broken governments and all of this stuff, how they built up something to keep law and order and peace in New York and how for the last five years they've been working hard together. Matt happily with Electra. Maybe Iron Fist finds a girl. Maybe not. I don't care. Point is, is you got all, oh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage together. We can finally have Jessica Jones and Luke Cage married. Awesome. And so in this five-year gap, they've built something good and then Hulk snaps and those that were decimated return. And we could spend the series finale reintegrating Karen and Foggy and all the Colleen and the side characters as they are now brought back. How do they live in this new world? How do they live in this new New York? Because do you really continue on with Murdoch, Nelson, and Paige? I mean, it's been gone for a whole five years. And Matt, with his law degree and all that he's doing, he's not just running the streets as the daredevil, but he's probably in some prominent position, maybe the mayor of New York City, keeping order. So does he return to that law office? Maybe not. Jerry Hogarth returning. When she returns, does she return at the same state she was at with ALS and the same advanced state? Or maybe is it gone? What if the Hulk snapped it so when they returned, they were in no place of danger? Like those that were in airplanes. Did they just re-manifest on the ground? And if the Hulk did that and they were that safe, does that mean people that were sick before they were decimated when they returned, they're healthy? That would be interesting things to explore and to dive into. What did it really look like for them all to return? Not only can you do warm, happy, fuzzy, oh my gosh, it's so good to see you moments and really bring things to a wonderful, tearful end, but you can really dive into how does the world reintegrate when the decimated return. But those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? How do the defenders bring down the hand the second time? Who lives? Who dies? I definitely want to hear your thoughts on a great way to end the Marvel Netflix series because we know it's probably not going to happen. The Hulu thing, it's a rumor. That would be awesome if these shows continue on Hulu, but I'm not staking my hope on that yet. I would love to see that happen, but I will believe it when trailers and stuff start coming out. But what do you think? Let's talk in the comments. How would you bring this all to a good end? And while you're there, hit that subscribe button to become a Durbanian. Hit the bell by the subscribe button so you're notified for my next movie review, ranking video, theological analysis, trailer reaction, or anything else I do here. And if you like what I do here, definitely check out my Patreon page. I have the link to that in my comments. I'm Durbanian in my comments in my description. That's what I mean. I'm Durbin. Thanks for checking out Durbania.